welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Hello, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is on how to let go of someone that isn't choosing you. There's no bigger hit to the ego than choosing someone that doesn't choose you back. When this happens, it can trigger us to work really hard to change their mind and convince them of our worth and why they should choose us back. If you've tried this before, you know it doesn't work. And oftentimes, the harder you work to prove your worth to them, the more they push you away. The more resentment builds in you and the more disconnected you feel with yourself. It's just a lose-lose situation. Here are a few tips I use to let go of someone that isn't choosing me. Because y'all, it's hard for me too. Like, I have to be very conscious about this and I have to be very intentional about this because, what, you're not choosing me? My brain is like, let's work really hard for you to change your mind. I'm going to prove to you how awesome I am so you could choose me. I'm going to do all the things so you could need me in your life so that way I feel chosen even though someone needing you isn't choosing you. Y'all, it's hard. But here are the tips that's been working for me. The first one, get clarity. Get clarity, please, because people will leave you in limbo if you let them. You have to be courageous enough to request full clarity. When you like someone and you yearn to have them in your life, the mind will filter your interactions with them to show you what you want to see. But that may not necessarily be how they feel. So you have to request clarity. I remember this one time I was dating this guy and we dated before, got out of a relationship, but we remained friends. And I still had feelings for him. I wasn't sure if he did, but I thought maybe the fact that we still hung out a lot, we would still go on some sort of dates. You know, he was inviting me to work parties. I'm thinking, I'm bae. I'm still bae. We are going to be in a relationship again. My heart was still on the line. But then there were also some other signals where the affection wasn't there. It didn't really seem like this person chose me. I didn't really feel the 100% confirmation. So I was in limbo. So I had to ask. And it took months of me not asking, but I got so frustrated that I just said, you know what? Do you like me? Do you still see something between us? And he said, no. And y'all, that hurt. It hurt really bad in a moment that night. But then I got clarity. There was no more making shit up in my head. There were no more make-believes. I got the clarity that I needed. This person does not want to be in a relationship with me anymore. That's it. They only see a friendship. And it wasn't until I got clarity that I was able to move on. Because now I knew that this was not what I wanted it to be. So sometimes you have to ask direct questions. Some examples of direct questions can be, do you want to be in a relationship with me? Do you see a future with us? Do you like me? Are you attracted to me? I know these questions may be hard to ask because you're scared of the negative response that you may not want to hear. 
But even that response will be good for you because it'll release you of the idea of them that you've made up in your head. Something to keep in mind because some people are so inconsistent even with themselves that they don't even know what they want. So once you receive the response, let's say you ask them, do you like me? Or do you want to be with me? Do you want to be in a relationship with me? And their response is, yes, I do. But their actions don't match. You have to cross-reference the actions with the response. Does it match? When someone is choosing you, the first sign and the best way to know for sure that they are choosing you is when both their actions and their words match. So if you ask them directly and they're saying, yes, I want this. I want to be with you. I like you. I'm attracted to you. That's 50% of the choosing. And now you have to sit with yourself and think about their actions. Does their action match the words that they said? Are they actually treating you like they like you? Are they treating you like they want to be with you? If that matches, then yes, you can believe that they're choosing you. If their words are saying that they're choosing you, but their actions don't match, assume they're not choosing you. If their actions are saying that they're choosing you, but their words don't match, assume they're not choosing you. Don't make it complicated for yourself. Because if someone is acting like they're choosing you, but their words are saying, I don't want to be with you, believe them. Which takes me to the second tip. Believe them. (laughs) I love when things work out like that. Believe them. People know themselves better than you do. Don't assume you know someone better than they know themselves. Never assume that. If they're letting you know they aren't going to choose you, believe them. That's just it. It doesn't have to make sense to you. It doesn't matter if they did or said that really, really sweet thing in the past that keeps you holding on to hope. If they're telling you today that they do not want to choose you, they do not want to be with you, Just believe them. It does not have to make sense to you. That's the past, and people are allowed to change their minds. So just always believe the person now. Another thing that helps me is reminding myself that the version of them that I want in my life doesn't exist. Because now that I have this new information where they're telling me that they don't want to be with me, or I can see the actions that it's proving that they don't want to be with me, or they're not choosing me, I can accept that the version of them that I've created in my head, because oftentimes the version of them that we create in our heads that's keeping us lasting and hanging on for so long is a more positive version. And I talked a lot about that in the last episode, how to believe people when they show you who they are. We create this better version of them in our head and we hold on to that and we stay because we are waiting for that version of them to appear. So when I finally get that new direct information or finally accept the existing information that's always been there, I remind myself that the version of them that I created does not exist. I now need to replace that version with the version that does exist. And this version isn't choosing me. And that's okay. The third tip, remind yourself it's not about you. This is something that I just started doing. And it's so helpful. And you have to do it a few times because sometimes your brain won't accept it. You have to like catch yourself a few times and remind yourself it's not about you because it's not about you. It's not because you're not good enough. 
It's not because you're not worthy. It has nothing to do with you. We all choose people we choose based on our childhood experiences, our trauma, our internal state. It all has to do with us. We choose who we choose because of us. It's not because of anybody else. So when somebody doesn't choose you, it's not because of you. It's because of them. It could be anything. It could be they're just not used to being loved the way you love. It has nothing to do with you. But oftentimes, we have these limiting beliefs that we grew up with that's either we're not worthy, we're not good enough, no one wants us. And then when we experience these things, we attach it to these limiting beliefs. We allow it to confirm it even further. And we make it about us. Oh, they don't want to be with me because I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. And it's not true. It's about them and their shit. This is why convincing someone to choose you will never work because it doesn't matter how much you really modify yourself or love them enough. That will never change their internal experience. It will never change their past experiences that they haven't worked through. It will never allow their mind to finally choose you because their experiences and their traumas still exist within them. Until they decide to do that work, they'll never see you in that way. Even if they decide to change their mind and be with you, it'll be very superficial. It'll never be real because their internal experiences does not align with you. And it's hard. It sucks. But it's not about you. It's about them. And you just have to accept that. Tip four, be the chooser. Take your power back. When someone doesn't choose us and we get sucked into trying to convince them to choose us, we can get so caught up into trying to convince them that we forget about doing the choosing ourselves. It's not just a one-way street. They get to see if the qualities that you possess is what they want in their life. And you, you, you also get to choose. That is crazy. You know, it took me a good portion of my life to realize that. You also get to choose. You don't need to convince people to choose you when you also have the power to choose. Don't get so blinded in trying to be chosen that you forget your power. Do you choose them? Not the person you've created in your mind that's all positive and is going to make you feel so happy for the rest of your life. But do you choose the person that actually exists in front of you? Do you choose their qualities? Do you choose their skills? Do you choose the way they treat you? Do you choose the way you feel when you're around them? Do you choose that they are not choosing you? Spend some time thinking about that. Because I understand that sometimes our mind is so consumed in looking for ways to convince them to choose us that we forget to do that part of the homework. Analyzing whether we choose them, whether we want to be with them. So every time you find yourself consumed in trying to convince them, reframe your mind to be the chooser. When you see yourself like, hmm, I'm doing a lot right now because I want them to think that I'm cool and I'm awesome. Pause for a second and ask yourself, how do they make me feel? Do I choose them? What are the qualities I like about them? What efforts are they putting into me? Become the chooser. Tip five, there's better. I understand sometimes you meet someone and you're like, I've never met anyone like this before. It's so much fun hanging out with them. 
I love being around them. I don't think I'm ever going to meet someone like this again. That's BS, first of all. You're going to meet someone like that again. One thing I like to remind myself is the fact that I'm able to meet this kind of person, it only means that they exist. That's always been my rule. I've always felt like, just from my experience, when I meet people and things don't work out, I always meet better people. And no shade to the people that I met in the past, but I mean better as in qualities that align more with me or like things that make me even more happy or like just things that I want more in my life. Not necessarily better for everyone, but better for me. It only levels up. I've never leveled down. And I think that's just how the world works. Sometimes you have to be willing to let go in order to level up. So when I meet someone and I'm like, oh my God, I love the qualities they have. They're so cool. And I really want them in my life. And they don't want me in their life. It's easier for me to let go because I know if I can meet you, that means they got to be something like that. And even better out there that actually wants me, that actually chooses me. Retrain your mind to have an abundant mindset. Because when we start to think that, oh, no, this is the only person. We're never going to meet anyone like that again. That's exactly what happens. Your mind stop seeking anything else. Your mind becomes so limited to that person only. And you don't attract more. An abundance mindset will allow you to attract more of the people you want in your life. So if one person is saying that they are not it, you have to believe that the person that is it exists. And this is just proof that they do. This is just the universe's way of letting you know that the kind of person you want exists out there. This just ain't it. And sometimes you have to get tested with what ain't it in order to receive what is it. Some people get caught up with what ain't it and miss their chance with what is it. So when you're in that space, always remember there's better and just let go. Remind yourself that multiple times if you have to. Tip six and the last tip for today. Retrain your mind to choose you. When you're trying to convince someone to choose you, especially when it's connected with your childhood attachment style, it can be very challenging to train your brain to act outside of your habitual patterns. Because the existing habit is so ingrained in your mind, you need to be intentional about creating another habit to override it. So every time you catch yourself thinking of doing something to convince someone to choose you, every time you catch yourself, like you may already be halfway in it. It's okay. No judgment. Pause for a second and pour into yourself. If it's, oh, you are going to do something really nice for the person, pause what that really nice thing is and do that thing for yourself. Redirect that energy back to yourself every time. Every time you're about to call them to check in on them, pause that for a second and check in on you. Redirect that energy to you. Every time you're about to, I don't know what you'd be doing for them. Whatever it is you'd be doing for them, whatever it is you do to convince them to choose you, redirect that energy to you. Even if you've already done it and then you notice that, oh, I did that because I subconsciously wanted them to be convinced 
that I'm good enough to be chosen. It's okay. Don't shame yourself. Don't feel bad about it. But then pour into yourself. So that way your brain gets used to understanding that that request for being chosen needs to be answered by you. And it will be answered by you. Now your brain can trust that you will answer to that request. And you don't have to seek it from others. Now you create a habit of every time you want to be chosen by someone, you always have someone to choose you. You. You always have someone reliable that will always choose you. The more you do this, the less attached you feel to changing their mind about choosing you. Because you're choosing you. You're being fulfilled internally in that way by you. And you don't have to do anything to anyone to give you that fulfillment. The more you can train your brain to redirect to you and your needs, the less attached you feel to that person and changing their mind about choosing you. And similar to the how to change a habit episode where we talked about cue, routine, and reward, it's the same idea. When you get the cue, because there's always something that triggers it in our body to make us want to do something to change their mind or to make us want to do something to make them choose us. And often those things are a form of people pleasing. When you get that cue, you have to determine what that cue is. Is the cue feeling lonely? Is the cue, you know, feeling sad? Whatever it is the cue is, it's going to trigger a routine. The only thing you can modify is the routine. Definitely go back to how to change a habit episode to understand how to use this method more. You have your cue, routine, reward. You identify your cue. You identify your reward. In this case, your reward is you want to be chosen. You can't change your cue and your reward, but you can change your routine. If it's the feeling of loneliness, it's the feeling of sadness or any other thing, maybe just seeing them, whatever it is, change your routine. The routine is usually doing something for them. Change your routine to doing something for you. You still get a reward. In this case, actually, you can guarantee a reward. Because you couldn't have guaranteed a reward before. You can't guarantee they'll choose you. But if you change the routine to you doing something for you, you can guarantee a reward of you choosing you. Check out the How to Change a Habit episode for more information on using this method. I hope these tips help you today. I hope it becomes easier to let go of those that don't choose you because you're the prize, okay? You're the prize and I choose you. And that's all that matters, right? Love ya. Bye. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. 